don't know. Um, uh, I was going to say something to you. Yeah, I can't fucking remember. Anyway. No, I can't. Uh, fuck, what was it? Oh, uh, I had my hardest ever workout yesterday. Is that what you're trying to remember? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Don't know, really. Just hard. Just find it hard to breathe. Do you feel good afterwards? I felt really good. I feel really good in the evening after I've done it. And I was like, God, if I do this for the next six months, year, I'm going to look super. How many times a week do you do it? So I do it with him once a week, and then me and Naomi come in here once every, every other day. Do an hour together. What do you do? Do what he teaches me on the Tuesday. Boxing and stuff? No, a little bit more than just boxing. <laughs> okay. little bit more than just boxing but if you say quads. so <laughs> huh? quads oh we had to do this thing I had to do this thing yesterday it's the hardest thing I've ever done like since I've been doing this press up one press up stand up knees can't touch the ground so you're like in the plank position one press up get up lift up medicine ball above your head down one press up fucking hell it's un unbelievable. How many can you do? 15. That's good. I thought you say four. So oh, no, I was... Honestly, I was... <laughs> Why is this so hard? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, David, let's not talk. Let's just keep going. Is there loads of that? And Come on, David, one more. Fucking hell. It's, um... It's funny how much more you do if someone's going, Come on, David! Oh, I, honestly, I really need that. And it helps with Nomi. I really need... Come on, two more! Yeah. Someone always said yeah. to me, Someone like this runner person said to me, The head gives up way before the body. Well, you said that, didn't you, on a pod? Oh, on a pod app? Oh, okay. Yeah, you did. Well, I don't remember. So I said it again. You said, oh, you're not tired at the end of the working day. You're physically oh, tired. No, 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 you're yeah, mentally I, tired, yes. You're not I physically like I've tired. I've taken that from someone else, haven't I? That's all right. We'll regurgitate stuff from... Uh, uh, I remember that quite clearly because Rob Beckett said I'd inspired him and I don't think I'd inspired anyone before. And I buzzed off it for quite a while. It kept popping back in my head. Wow, Beckett's changed his, the way he behaves because of something I said. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had to do some boxing where I had to lay on the floor, get up, one, two, three, four, five, lay on the floor, get up, one, two, three, four, five. I had to go all the way to 50. And I was... <sighs> and he said, OK, now walk up the drive, up to the red car and down. I went, OK. And I was like, fucking hell, wearing boxing gloves. Well, <laughs> What a wally. Did you, where, what did you do Weirdly, with your hands? no, a lot of people were going, wow, you look fantastic. <laughs> what did you do with your hands? Did you 
just sort of there. <laughs> yeah, like because like a proper like a box or something would have them up. No, just... no, just in front of me as if <laughs> yeah. I was. I don't know. Yeah, hiding them with as much of your body <sighs> as you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's what I was going to tell you. I reckon one day, if you keep doing that, you'll be so pumped about how good you are. It'll be like the Rocky thing up the stairs to the car, and you'll go, yeah, but I'm going to run. Well, I do do that now when I go up there. I just run. (laughs) I'm feeling 5% better now. Okay. (laughs) I've sort of not gone off exercise, but I find it really boring. Oh, yeah, that's what I need. Help. I'm still doing it, but I'm very resentful about going for it. Really? I thought you were Mr. Motivator. I'm quite resentful. I still do it a lot. But I'm very resentful. It's only so I can have seven Ferrero Rochers, which I had last night. Did you? Well, on, a, on a Tuesday? While I was watching the football. Ugh. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we don't have chockies until the weekend. <laughs> then we go bananas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I try not to do that, but I break. I like chockey. So what? So what? May I um, recommend the something in in Rattery for a Sunday lunch? It is phenomenal. Rattery, it's amazing. Yeah, it's just up the road from near us. And um, I said to Nomi, "This is so good. I'm going to have to say something to the waiter." (laughs) (laughs) So good. That's what my mum does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you put your yeah. hand on her forearm to stop her? Did you go like that? Do you get Did busy you... in here on the Sunday? Yeah. Um, yes, we do. Yeah. Re- do you have to book or <laughs> uh, sometimes? Really, that surprises me because that was good. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> what do you My want name's for... David, and I'm off to the craft. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> I'm only doing this until I go to university, so fuck off. <laughs> I no, get it. not at all. She was lovely. I'm sure she was. No, but I was... people want to hear if they're no, doing no, a good I... job. No. no, they do. They do. No, I was being flippant. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> do you have to book? I really recommend... Uh, I really recommend going. I might do a jingle. For, oh, every time I say I might do a jingle, means I've got a fucking do one. <laughs> I won't just do a jingle. <laughs> I won't do a jingle a for a month. The Church House Inn, Rattery. It is superb. The pork. Oh. What was the, was the pork? No, no fat. Just, just slid it down my throat. Hi, <laughs> <I'm> Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Are we recording this? We're not. Oh, fuck. Have you recorded your... I'm Did recording you... my end. Yeah, oh, that was lucky. Well, was it? Don't know. <laughs> Hello, Matt. Hey! Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hello, Matt. Hello. Where are you? Uh, I'm in my office but at home, but I painted it black, so... Did you? Yeah, Did why? You? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to... Why did you? You can't really see it, but um, it will look good when it's finished. It's not, uh, you know, like, I've always wanted a completely black room, but not in a sort of 15-year-old goth way, in a sort of, (laughs) 
You know, like sensory deprivation, so you're not... Oh, right. Do you have, window, do you have windows in there? Uh, yeah, but I've put a uh, temporary... <laughs> put brick wall. <laughs> <laughs> I've plastered over it. <laughs> like the light. No, uh, that's going to be... Scared. It's going to look good, I'll... but at the moment it looks a bit dingy. Is it because you don't want to... Be... Hello, Matt, by Hi, the way. how are you? Hello. I'm, I'm but we you. are going to talk about your black room. <laughs> So yeah. That's why we've had on Chatterbix. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> well, everything's very. Isn't this the theme of this breakfast and mornings and stuff? So. Yeah. This uh, is, uh, is it? Isn't well, it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know really. Occasionally, it only says that in the thing on. But don't you do it early in the morning normally? Like this is quite late for you guys. Eleven. Yeah, we've done one already. Oh no, I shouldn't say that. I don't know. No, we should, so yeah. Well, sometimes we schedule the we apps. Double, we double bubble. We double bubble. <laughs> Best feeling yeah. in the world, a double bubble. <laughs> That's exhausting mentally, though. Yeah. Yeah. Because you do a little poddy, don't you? Yeah. I've, yeah, I've done podcasts for a while now. Yeah, yeah. on Patreon. In fact, you told me to go on Patreon, I think. Do you like it? Yeah, I love yeah. it. Yeah. Because we're doing stuff... Um, you know, like the ad-funded model of podcasting where they say, oh, if you do it for six months, you'll get a big following, and then in a year, the advertisers, blah, 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 that sort of thing. And just yeah. never, mind you, I didn't stick at it anywhere near six months, but it was like, this is never going to make money this way. And then I was talking to you, David, I'm sure it was you. And yeah. You said, I'll try. yeah, it was. And you said, try Patreon, and then I thought, fuck it. And I, I leapt, and it was the best thing I ever did. Not the best thing I ever did, I think. <laughs> 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 Try it's just things. a thing you did. The <laughs> thing I've done that's quite related good, to podcasting. Yeah. I mean, you've got a lot of Matt Morgan fans in the world, haven't you? That like like a piece of your ass. Well, I don't know about that. Well, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't, don't say that. Yeah, that's it's too early for that, David. Yeah, okay. Uh, but yeah, no, I have because of doing. Uh, radio shows years ago with Russell Brand and uh, Noel Gallagher was a regular guest and it was a whole like, I mean that was ages ago, that was like over 10 years ago but there was a committed following from that so yeah, it was, I mean that worked out because I had, you know, like an audience already, Hang on, I'm just adjusting my height of my desk um, yeah Are you but, standing? I'm sitting but it's a standing desk Is it? Yeah, yeah. but I was just sitting now. Do you ever sit on one of those workout balls? I've tried that. It's weird, isn't it? It is good because you sort of you never posture. Yeah, good for the posture. Then, yeah, I don't know. After you could do it for like an hour, but after that, Sunset, just sort isn't of it? unsettling. Sit on a yeah, you'd rather have bad posture. I'd rather be a fucking crippled sort of old. You know those adverts where there's an old lady bent, and then in the next one she's like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like there's no dignity sitting on a rubber. Right. Right. Especially if you've painted the rest of your room black. Yeah, and you've got yeah. like a big, a big cool room, and you've got you're sitting now sitting on a. Love to watch me slowly slide off my <laughs> rubber well, ball. There. If we all sat on it, one of one of them popped. And we just shot out of <laughs> Zoom shot. That'd be all David, where are you? Are you I'm at home. How are you? Yeah. Looks like you're in some sort of like modern office place where you've cycled to it. You're in Soho or something. Where, where are you 
I know, don't tell me exactly, but are you still I'm in, De- I'm in Devon. Oh, are you? Fucking hell. Yeah. yeah. Where are you, Joe? I'm in Brighton. You're from Gillian, aren't you? I'm from near there, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm from Dartford. How are you? Yeah. Do you support Gillingham? There we go. Uh, no, my mates did. They used to always go up. It's, um, did you not get hooked in by the glamour of the Priestfield as a young man? No, there was... Uh, the, you, uh, you went for a London club, didn't you? No, I, 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 well, I didn't support anyone. My, da- my dad was Man United, my granddad was Chelsea, and then where Darford is, it's like Charlton, Gillian, do you know what I mean? Sort of, with like me in between where is Dartford? Kent. Yeah, but East, where is it in relation to the bridge? S- South East of, what, Dartford Bridge? It's right next to it. <laughs> yeah, but there is nothing it. next to it, is yeah, there? it's Dartford. Yeah, there's a town there where Mick Jagger and Keith Richards are from. Oh, Oh, yeah, it's all going off. It's Lakeside Shopping Centre. Yeah, Lakeside. Well, Blue Water there as well. Is it? Which side's... Which one's... Lakeside's in Essex and Blue Water's in... Blue Water's our side, isn't it? God, there used to be a... Someone told me that Blue Water was on wheels. (laughs) (laughs) It's on wheels. It's a fucking massive wheel. I think that's something I would believe. Yeah, I know, right? Because you'd go, well, that makes sense. In case you want to turn it or something. I imagine. (laughs) imagine. (laughs) It's always hot. Yeah, B jams is always hot for some reason. It's always in this. Don't know why I said B jams. (laughs) Just go with it. I want it now. I want to change. What is B jams? Was it It used to be like the frozen food shop. It's fine. It's pretty much. It's pretty much in the middle of our pod level. Um, do you used to have a Dartford had a swimming pool with a wave machine as well. I remember. Fantasies up by the. That's it. So yeah. there was the normal swimming pool where everyone learned to swim, and then there was this. I mean, talking about things being on wheels. Fantasies was this amazing. It was almost like a Simpsons episode of a, a like water park mm. that it was completely unsafe and it was sinking. Yeah, I was, was going to say. The, I remember the wave machine, I was quite small, and it felt way too frantic, the the waves. And I just remember, like, everyone used to just hold on to the side for dear life, because it'd go for about 30 seconds, didn't it? Yeah, and the people, whole place was just dangerous, and yeah. the people who worked there were just like... Because it was literally like a mile from my house, was just the scumbags who lived around me, but in half of them couldn't even swim, and they were in... Yeah, it was really badly run. I remember one of like, the, one of the jobs they had was holding a broom and just standing there letting people go. But they were just chatting up girls and stuff. And you know they go. Sorry, what do you mean they had a, they used to let people go with a broom down, down the aquasode? Oh broom. right, I thought you meant the wave with machine. a broom. With a broom, just stood there. You know, because mm. they're the cool kid, aren't they? They're like yeah. in a swimming costume, and they're just in like little shorts and a t-shirt and yeah. flip holding a broom. You know, like, the job of, like, if you work at a fair and you're in charge of the yeah. dodger, there's a sort of glamour to yeah. it, right? Yeah. But they had, so they'd have a broom and they'd just sort of lift up the broom and go, go on in, like that. <laughs> so they weren't I wonder equipped. how many of them are still doing it. <laughs> in fantasy, Scott, I mean, unless, you, unless that is a career that you can go, oh, I'll yeah, move on. Maybe one moved. of them Florida now, with a really golden broom, just, just doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon you'd have you'd take the your broom with you, wouldn't you? The one well, you're most comfortable with. This broom, yeah. 
yeah. How old? Sorry, how old are you, Matt? Uh, Forty-five. Sorry. How old are you, Joe? Forty-seven. Sorry. I love. How close did you live to Dartford? Uh, ten miles. I love that you're sort of pottering around you two. And you're <laughs> we, we, went, we went to Dartford for the swim. We also went to Larkfield for swimming. I like the idea of looking from above, just seeing you two as little kids, just nearly crossing paths. Yeah, I always think yeah. about stuff like that. Wouldn't that you be find, nice? Find out some, some, we were on the same bus or something. If yeah, you could, like could, a map, a diagram of how close. Yeah. yeah. Just watched us through time. Oh, <laughs> I could watch that for hours. <laughs> <laughs> well. still, still nowhere near each other. Yeah. <laughs> Still no end here. Constantly. <laughs> just the other. Like one, one starts once. Yeah, once once every nine months I go to Dartford for swimming and you're not there because you're in, like you're what just visiting your auntie. So it's like oh, fucking hell, are we gonna cross paths? I bet they could do that now though. Phones, you could just track, couldn't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh fuck it. I mean I don't know, we'd have had to have little tags on us when we were kids. Russell, oh. I would have prepared to do it on the off chip. Imagine doing that setup in case you have a podcast with someone in Dartford going to tag you. Oh. <laughs> <For the next> <laughs> <laughs> what was your nickname, Matt, growing up? Yours was Ace, wasn't it, Joe? Do <laughs> <laughs> you believe me when I told you that? You got really cr- I told, we were talking about nicknames, and I said, oh, mine's just Ace, and you got really cross. <laughs> Ace? Why would it, like, basically, why would anyone call you? Uh, I didn't have one, really. Ace. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but ironically, surely. No, I didn't get called well, it, I made it up, but David, it's amazing how quickly David couldn't, got cross, the fact that someone So, won. well, you weren't called Ace. No, of course I wasn't called Ace. <laughs> <laughs> when did you ever see a kid in the 80s give someone a positive nickname? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're super, so we're going to call you Ace. What? Okay, yeah. cool. Okay. Um, oh, fucking hell. Are you writing at the moment, Matt? I wanted to talk to you about writing and getting um, no pleasure from it. Oh, it's just is... so <laughs> Welcome to the Oh, pod. fucking hell. Which you've got each other. I have to do it on my own. Oh, I don't know how you yeah. get on your Todd's. Ridiculous. No, I don't. Ridiculous. Well, I, at first it was like, well, hang on, it's hard, it's it's hard to make enough money from it anyway. So yeah. if I, yeah, and then I've never actually met someone that the you know it would be fifty fifty. It's either, I know actually that's not true, but maybe because you know Neil Webster, me and him were writing together. Well, we were writing. Hang on, together. hang on, Did hang you? on, hang on. You know Neil, Neil yeah. Webster, yeah. Chatterbiscuit, yeah. also the. Famous, famous episode. Probably one of our oh, greatest yeah. moments. Oh right, I love Neil. Yeah, yeah, he's something. So that's not true. But like in terms of comedy, I haven't, uh, I haven't met that special person. I haven't either. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, it's, like, maybe it's me, Joe, and this is awkward. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> love that. Feel, feel free to go for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not sure I'd be asked if I'm honest, Matt. You wouldn't survive this black room. No, no. Just drag me down. No, I'd, even though you're in a black room, I'd still drag you down. Yeah, somehow you. Yeah. How do you that. write on your own, Matt? Um. Would You've you just written one? a sitcom, haven't you? Yeah, well, it's not a really new one. It's like a half hour. Yeah, so it's um, it was for Showtime. 
in the States and Channel 4 here. So it's, uh, it's fucking weird because it's like, it's a horror, it's a gothic comedy drama. I mean, it's really hard to, what I'm basically setting you up for is it's not funny. It's, <laughs> Have you it, filmed it? Yeah, we shot it over the summer. Uh, is it all done? Did you it? go into it going, this is funny? It would, yeah, but yeah. then, I mean, like, what you're trying to do is, is keep these two things of, like, s- the story's good and the drama's good, and it's kind of spooky and scary, and you think, what the fuck? So it needs to be a genuine spooky Yeah, yeah comedy would burst that tension. And comedy, yeah, comedy then fucks it up, and then it very, we were really keen for it not to just feel like a parody of horror, so then you're not getting jokes out of, like, you know, <laughs> that area, so... I think it's all right. I mean, even when we were shooting it, I was like, I don't know what, how, I don't really know what this is, what it compares to or anything. But having watched a few cuts, so we've edited four of them, and I think one and two are locked, more or less. Um, you go, oh, okay, it's like that. But I still think, oh, shit, should it be funnier? Or, oh, it's it's really know. hard to... No one knows, do they? Hey, Honestly, no. Joe, the amount of times I felt like we wrote stuff that we thought, oh, that's funny. And you see it on the screen, you go... Well, we we got to a point where we'd write something funny and then just go, well, that'll just shrink, won't it? And it'll just be someone saying that. And be like, well... <laughs> do you know what I mean? You go, we sort of go, that's funny. And then, like, have a dawning realisation that on telly it'll just be someone saying something and then just move on. <laughs> and we've sat there for, like, an hour worrying about it. And then yeah. go, nah, it'll just be gone and no-one will... Oh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that, you know. There's a lot of trauma here. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's, yeah. I mean, like, the thing is, I'm doing it because it, it was a bit of a nightmare, you know, like in terms of just so many cooks by, you know, like it, it, loads of people, the production company, me, the star, the director, the American side, the British side, you know, like just a lot of people. And because, you know, if it's the first series and, and it is this, it's in this, weird gray area which doesn't you can't really go oh it's like that so people you know so <clears throat> everyone's pulling in different ways and in the end i've just think i don't know now i don't know what i was thinking yeah is it your idea and then uh, they, they got someone involved two brothers the production company made fleabag and the oh yeah, yeah. harry met them yeah they did uh, missing didn't they yes oh, yeah, they yes. Missing. Yeah. how did they we write that met, i mean comedy because they were comedy writers they did a that's how I'm, I met them. I remember them coming to me going, this was years ago, going, oh, shit, have you got any, like, comedy work going on? And I was like, not really. And, you know, they were sort of basically asking for some help, and I was unable to help them. And then a few, like, they said, oh, we're thinking maybe we might start writing drama. And I remember thinking, good luck. Yeah, yeah, no chance. Oh, well, well played. Two yeah. years later, multi-millionaire fucking... You know, like well, not two. It was um, what's um, Jimmy? Well, no, what's in this? Uh, yeah, McNail. No, Jimmy <laughs> Nail was it? Was it Jimmy Nail? Nail? Was J- 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 Crocodile Shoes? Right, Crocodile Shoes. No, Jimmy Nesbit. Jimmy Nesbit. James Nesbit. James Nesbit. Jimmy. James Nesbit. And it was sort of Madeline McCann, but a boy. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, it was very gripping. I was very much. Yeah. I seem to remember we were texting a lot about the yeah, and I, and I think you mm. said it's written by comedy 
Yeah. Right. Ooh, maybe we, and, we could yeah, get Yeah, exactly what I was going to say. You thought, maybe we could do it. And then I remember a definite text either one of us sent, well, then you wouldn't have to make it funny. Surely that would be loads easier. <laughs> we were just trying to find a way of making it. Yeah, but then what happens is, in having done sort of a version of both, I've never done actual, uh, well, I've never done drama that's actually got made, but, like, you think, oh, yeah, it doesn't have to be funny. That's a massive like you know easy like sort of you know step up in terms of ease but then the story has to be so good you have to have eight characters you've got to track loads of stuff and then you go oh fuck let me just write a sitcom it was easy right. i do remember following <laughs> following the sort of beats of missing Did and going you? yeah sort of going and then going fuck now they've got a twist there again and the amount of twists you know so you got they sort of Sort of working out the structure of it, you go, oh, they've led me down that path till then. Oh, but, right, okay, shit, shit. Did they it. write two sitcoms that didn't go anywhere? I remember they wrote uh, an animation, do you remember that, called Full English, was it? And right. they did a thing called Roman's Empire that was oh, like... I, I auditioned for that. Oh, did you? It was like a rest Fucking of the- hell, I did an audition for that, and I, I remember the director just going... <laughs> Yeah, just give me a look, like, who is this bloke? Get him out of my room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How do you write on your own, though? Um, just staring at those walls? No, I just sort of... How do I write on my own? I I mean, the last thing I did, I had quite a close relationship in the writing with the producer. So, because, you know, like, they're good at, on story. So I'm going, <coughs> oh, hang on, and they're, you know, like tracking the story and saying well what if this and if we move that reveal to there and you know like that sort of thing so that because because it was drama ish right you're having most 90 percent of your conversations are about story structure and that stuff and then comedy is sort of everyone was like oh yeah you'll we'll we'll nail that yeah that's almost like the fucking dressing on top you yeah, know right so that's how i think comedy drama works you, you're not trying to find inherently funny situations you're going let's tell a really good story and then the characters the way they are it's like and and you get comedy out of it that way so it's a different way of doing it um but yeah i've just always written on my own i'm better on my own i think because i've done like i've written for stand-ups and then i hate being in the room have you really have you what what stand-up for stand-ups or uh yeah but uh, I don't know if you're allowed to say their names, but no, I mean, obviously I wrote stuff for Russell back in the day, but I think it's all right to say I've some stuff for Jimmy Carr. He won't mind it, I think. Oh, no, I love, I love that. But like, but then sitting in the, like, if I go, right, I'll do a whole day of jokes. He'll give me some areas and stuff. And then I'll sit and I can do it. No problem. But put me in the room where there's, oh God, I've been in a room with, with, uh, what was it, um, 8 out of 10 cats room, and it's all, like, gag writers. Is there a room? Yeah, there's different rooms, because there's, like, a writing room for, like, each team captain, and then the Jimmy room, I, I think that's how it works, anyway. Right. I didn't know that. Um, you've, done, you've done, well, the countdown version, but... Yeah, I've done the other one, but I didn't, I didn't know they... Didn't never... Know uh, oh, no, I used to write for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered. Fucking yeah. hell. Joe's in the wrong room. <laughs> We're in that room together, probably. This is where our little well, craft... But I don't really like... Yeah. I remember my version of it. You were sat on my lap. Oh, we were... Did we go 
out for a bit. We date for a bit. What are those rooms like? I mean, I have well, done mine one. Mine wasn't like a, like together. It was like I remember it being like when I was doing it. It was like a call centre, and that there was like a line of people on, on de- and computers. It was sort of before everyone sort of had laptops that they carried around, you know. And I just thought it was sort of really bleak. Oh, God. And it was in, like, West London or whatever, Ham- Sheffield yeah, yeah. or whatever. And it just... Because I remember, I remember who I was sat next to, and it was, like, well, someone I know now. And they and, and then no-one spoke to me for a whole day. And I just wrote all this stuff and then just handed it in and never heard <laughs> anything. Yeah, that, <laughs> and the, the, the time I did it... So I've done it before where it's, like... You sit, it's conversational when someone's writing it down and you say, oh, what about this? And then you yeah. sort of start Sure, that's all right, though, isn't it? Better yeah, that's it. all right, because you're just having a laugh in yeah. a room and someone's writing it down. But this one, I it was, I think it was there was a scribe who's writing everything down, and then they gave you a pile of, like, statistics. Oh, you know, it was like, you know, nine out of ten cat owners, blah, blah, blah. And they would go around in a circle, and like they were fucking good at it. These guys, they were like, I think they did do stand up themselves, but they were gag machines, right? So they'd go, you, they'd just go around, and then they'd go, um, uh, right, nine out of ten cat owners, so they, well, blah, 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 and then they'd just say a joke, and then the bloke would write down, and it would come to me, and I'd go, <laughs> uh, is there something like this? I was thinking, like, what if you, and then they were looking at me like, Oh my god! Uh, what's What's interesting about that is probably all all the sort of the those rooms are just so full of paranoia. Everyone yeah. is just wrapped with paranoia. It's like the, the well, most, even if they're doing it weekly though, and still, gang. it's still. It, I know it is because I know those guys, and they're just they're they're sort of like I need to be funny this week because I need to be booked next week because there's no oh like. Oh my god! It's it's you know you're freelancing yeah. and they just go you know if you. If you do well, you'll be asked back. It's just no one's ever relaxed. It's it's just horrendous. Well, they do when they when the scribe writes it down, they put your initials on each thing. No, so oh God! When, You're so joking. They, That's they were doing proper jokes, but they were all of the sort. You know the sort of jokes. Where, well, he's never been to Liverpool. Sort of yeah, jokes. Yeah. So I'm it's sure like the quality they, was varied. Yeah, and the, but the rhythms were all like, well, da, 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 you know, like that sort of thing. And, and all my, I was like, you were uh, looking down your nose at the map. <laughs> what was that? No, I, I was in awe of them. I was genuinely in awe of them because I was like, but it sounds like you really should be. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, yeah. God knows what that piece of paper looked like when it went to Jimmy because it would have been like, me sort of kind of, uh, is there something in the MM? Like, is there something in the game from Matt? <laughs> God, I can imagine I'd be that. Is there something in there? Yeah. But I, like if, if we sat there chatting, we'd, we'd group, you know, together, write a joke and go, oh, yeah, what about, oh, yeah, okay, and get it down. And then, and whenever I've written stand up stuff, they work it into their own words or they take yeah, the yeah, yeah. core essence of it and work it out. But yeah, that was a weird day that I was never asked back to. Oh, God, I remember one I did was someone just dot like someone who I didn't think was that funny just dominated. <laughs> really dominated. And it was just like really... What, un- dominated the room? Yeah, so it was just like, it just went quieter and quieter until the end I just said, <laughs> at the end of it I said, can I just write some things at home and send them in? 
And they yeah, did you? Yeah, because I, I couldn't do it again. It's just so I, I can do that. I get up, do it. So anyway, to answer the question, that's I think you sound the same, Joe. Like it's easier to write on your own because it's not a social situation. It's a just me and the thing, you know. Yeah, and, and you can kind of go. Oh, I think I think that's funny, and yeah, rather than selling yeah, it, I don't think selling it, does it go like that. I feel like when you're writing on your own, you go, "Is that fine now? It's probably shit." Oh, well, I'm back to square one again. Yeah, uh, but you have you can send it in to like the producer. You know, got other people to go. Um, yeah, not quite sure what you're going for there or whatever. And so you. But also, the, the other thing is, if I write something, about three days later, I'm a different person. So when I read it, I go, mm, what the fuck's that? Or, oh, that's good. You know, it feels like if you have a bit of a gap, you get those fresh eyes where you're like, yeah. but also I've done it for, I've done it for so long now. I know like the mistakes I used to make were like, oh, I love that joke. I'm going to bend the whole scene round so I can have that joke. Mm. Yeah. And then, and then you realise... Yeah, but the I think from doing this this um, more drama based show is is really opened my eyes to going. Well, no, this scene is about this, and that joke is just a joke that's just sitting yeah in like a little island. It's yeah. not really bedded in, yeah. so you have to go put that joke back in the fucking box and think. And I always think as well, like a joke, more or less ninety percent of the time is a joke it'll work in something else do you know mm. what i mean like you've got it oh, that's a good joke i'll use that at some point somewhere and, and just remember it or write it down and remember it you know yeah. keep it but um yeah it's, it's a how do you guys find sort of structuring you know like because the sort you know the structure of sitcom even, yeah fucking well we usually nick a structure don't we yeah def- uh, well i remember with cockfields we like right we want no structure or as little as possible. Well, we had to have some, didn't we? But yeah. it was like, it was quite nice not to sort of, we kept sort of going. We just had morning, <laughs> afternoon, evening. <laughs> yeah, what would happen in a day, basically? What would happen on the second day? Of I being? had a moment on set, Matt. Well, when it was, it was at, should I say, yeah, whatever. It was on the cockfields. I was at the monitor. We spent like months writing it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just watching them go through a scene. I was just like, "This is so pointless. Why am I here? <laughs> Why have I done all this work? Why have I made this make believe world? Why don't I just go home? I've had enough." Yeah, I, yeah, I've been there. Day two, that was day two. That was yeah, and like things. Yeah, I've I've done a lot of things where you you turn. What baffles me about it is you go, "This is just saying I've just." pulled out of my head right and you turn up and there's like 40 people oh it's so mental isn't it yeah. a team of people have made something and there's you know like literally like made a prop to and you're just like you just think yeah, and you're thinking i can't be asked to be i'm bored of it <laughs> well when, I, when we made the mimic which we filmed in bristol i did two series of that and it was all right actually it was sort of a sad it was like it was it was a sitcom, but it was sort of like Terry Ryan thing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just used to I'll be a, oh, this is tragic to admit, but I got obsessed with buying Lord of the Rings um, miniatures, like Games Workshop miniatures, and like trying to collect them. So I was like on eBay all the time because I was just like, this is too boring. I can't. <laughs> I kept going in whenever we were near like High Street. So I'd go to the charity shop and buy. Autobiographies, and I was like, 
flick through them for funny stuff like Alan Sugar's one. And the, do you know what I mean? I had to, I can't, I'm like, I'm trapped in this situation where we've got to do this thing over, over again. <laughs> and on the first couple of takes, it's like, oh, Matt, is the, you know, there's some input that's valuable from me. And then after that, it's just like, I can't watch this again. I've got to get out of here. Yeah. How do I get out of there? And yeah. so I'd just wander off. Or I'd just like go on my phone and be on eBay bidding on an orc. It was tragic. <laughs> 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 people probably thought I was looking at porn because the way I was so ashamed of what I was doing <laughs> where are they now? I sold them all oh. actually make a pretty make penny off the back of it <laughs> did actually because well, I collected it's all worth it then it's worth writing that six <laughs> well, I stripped all the paint off them and the toothbrush <laughs> and this stuff that I bought that, and they were they looked all shiny again I sold a lot of them to a new castle to another sitcom. <laughs> they just got passed around from different people on set. <laughs> he was working on a busy two. He was having a terrible time. So you might want this orc, mate. Yeah, I love the idea of seeing you at the monitor painting them. Like no, okay. not looking at the <laughs> monitor, just just draw, painting a little sword. Occasionally looking up. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's not. That's not what I meant. Yeah, no, I do that a lot. I sort of do it. I think. Um, uh, without sounding too negative, it is a kind of hell. I mean, right when I was on the set, <laughs> Not I did too negative. Well, that is though. <laughs> it's a kind it, it, of hell. <laughs> I think that's the most negative you can be. If you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, no, there was a point on set where I over dramatically described this like to someone as like waving your toddler off. Oh no, not toddler. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, actually, toddler on their first day of like play school. And watching them like walk into the back of a fucking thrashing machine. Not to not be too negative, because <laughs> there are positives to that, because there'll be a cute little smile just before they were torn to pieces. But <laughs> yeah, like that is the feeling of like, oh, this thing that was in my head that was mine and this beautiful thing, and then oh, hang on, that's not what it looked like. And we then we act- say that, don't we? The, the, who, whose quote was it that as soon as it leaves the Woody, paint, Allen, Woody right. Allen? Yeah, it starts it? to get worse, basically. Because it's all it's all in your head, and in your head, it's this beautiful scene. Now, sometimes it gets better, doesn't it? Sometimes, yeah. I'm, fucking hell, they they make like some actors where you go, that wasn't even a joke, and they've made yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. Amazing. That's true. So there is. Yeah. I think it's. I do think the key thing is the people you get around you that you'll find that producer who just gets it and clicks things, and you know, like, and I feel like it's about you know, the people who, the facilitators of it, do you know what I mean? Like, so that is true. I mean, that's a strange quote from Woody Allen who directs his own stuff, but I guess he's still, you still have to go, oh, it's, you know, like, we can't get that. We can't do that interior. It's mm. raining. We've got to make all that stuff yeah, that happens. Yeah. But when I was doing it, I do, you know, like, you know, that grass is always greener thing where I'm like, why don't I just write a novel? Like, why don't I just write a book? And then you've only got, I don't know, a publisher person, someone from the publishing company going, uh, can you, you know, maybe this is a bit long or, you know, I don't know what the notes would be. But then whenever you do that, it's like when, say you knew someone who was like a novelist and then they said to you, yeah, I'm thinking like fucking novels. I'm, you know, I'm thinking I'm writing a sitcom. Your initial feeling would be, you've good fucking luck. You wouldn't want to. Mm. I imagine it's that 
Do you know what I mean? Like any, it's always going to be horrible and hard. But I was thinking, is that you know that chain of fucking people that in TV where you're, you've got it's got to go through so many yeah. you know variables. Like, is it would it be easier to write a novel? And then when you look, and then I bought you know like how to write a novel book, which is probably the worst place to start because I've. <laughs> No good novelists have ever just bought, you know, like novel writing for idiots sort of book. And you read, yeah. and then you think, oh, God. I know. What, you know, like, what, what perspectives it oh, seeing no. the you know, And then you get into, like, that, and then you think, oh, God. And then you you think, like, in, in a script, you go, you know, Kevin's bedroom, it's a bit of a mess, there's posters on the wall. But in a novel, you go, you know, like, you've got to write a load of stuff. Yeah. But, I don't know. Nothing's <laughs> easy. That's why I was thinking I'd love to write to drive a bus. Wouldn't you just want to drive a bus, drive people around on a bus? Mm-hmm. The only thing about that I wouldn't like is you're you're on the rails of the route of the bus. If it was a really cool bus company with like we're like, yeah, go your own way. Pick people up. I always always have a fantasy that I've got a job where I have to travel something around that's not very heavy by train. I don't know why it has to go by train. In a briefcase? Yeah, in a briefcase, basically. And I have to go like all the way up the country and back, just hand over this briefcase, and that's all I have to do. But I'll get, like, ten hours on the train just to sort of sit there and do nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I went on a train to... I don't know where I was going. It was, oh, yeah, to near Newcastle. We were filming something once. And the whole train was full of farts. It was just like a tube of farts, a whole fucking thing. What do you mean farts? So the well, smell of farts. Or people just farting? It's, the train was full of farts. Even when I went in a different carriage, it was just like, oh, for fuck's sake, it smells. It was, I don't know what's going on on this train. It was going... <laughs> so my, my train wouldn't smell like that in my fantasy. Yeah. My train's really clean and quiet. No, you, I know what you're saying, but why don't you, why don't you have that job where you... It like a little private plane that flies you to Switzerland with your briefcase. I think, I think because I, I like the idea of it, it having to be all day. Like I get, I get on the train at eight in the morning, and by like one, I'm at my destination, and I've given right. that thing over, and then I've got five hours on the way back, and it's going to take five hours. So it's my whole day. You'll be shattered. You'll be shattered. I'm feeling for it. No, I'll be all right. <laughs> Hello, Chatter Biscuits and Chatter Biscuits with Nuts, uh, etc. If you're enjoying this podcast, you need to get on our Patreon. You will get early access to ad free episodes. There'll be videos and behind the scenes sneaky pics. It's basically a place where we all hang out together. And also, you'll be given instant access to our Discord community, which is a friendly place where Chatter Biscuits share stuff and talk talk to one another it's like a nice twitter basically uh, so just go to patreon.com forward slash chatterbix also patreon is also an app you can download onto your phone all for the price for coffee once a month you pay a few quid quid and you become a vip chatter biscuit that's what you'd like sign up at patreon.com forward slash chatterbix the link is in the description of this episode done do you know what? There's over a thousand. We've got over a thousand, a thousand patrons at the moment. Patreon, give it to me. 
I used to work on a bouncy castle and I'd give him about half an hour. But if it was Did quite, you? Yeah. I'd give when? him. When? How old were you? 18. Um, Brian. Uh, Deeply Dippy was number two in the charts and Brian Adams was number one. I remember that because we had the radio on all day. And he'd play a lot. And Where? You, Where were you? Next, <coughs> standing next to a bouncy castle? Yeah. We put the, Where? Well, where in the world? Um, yeah. Uh, what, like at a fair? No, it's at a sports centre. Outside the sports centre in the summer. Were you in charge of inflating it? Yeah, inflate? yeah. One bad thing. Did you have a broom? Didn't have a broom, but I, I. When you said broom, I was like, I, I sort of knew the. I used to sort of put you. I was like, go on, get, you know. What to like five year olds? Well, no, yeah, basically. But the the one we used to blow it up in the morning, and one time, and it was like a giraffe thing. So it had its legs and back was the sort of. I had yeah. the idea because me and my mate Matt used to do it, and we had the idea that I'd, we'd ha- while it was flat, I'd sit on the neck of the, and ride it, and then it'd blow up, and I would end up on top of it. That was the yeah. idea, but it just folded in around me, and got right. quite scary. Because how many injuries did you see? A couple of bee stings mainly, not much. No. Oh, I thought sort of collisions or no, there weren't that many. A couple of bee stings. <laughs> I, thought you meant, <laughs> I thought you meant bee stings. You know, like in the army when they do a really hard like workout and they're forced to do like pressure press ups. Oh, no, no actual bee stings. I remember a couple of kids getting stung because <laughs> the the bees would get stuck in the groove bit and then the hazing rituals no. on there. Yeah, and then the kids would sort of oh, get do their arms the, down and the razor blades that they that put was on. nonsense, wasn't it? In was down, that down, down, down the tube, syringes and syringes in yeah. the no one Was that nonsense? Yeah, apparently. Um, but when I always, my memories of bouncy castles as a kid, right, were that moment where you're jumping and everything's bouncy and then you land at slightly the wrong time and it's like concrete. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you sort of shudder, you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and then also the old kid's head in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm surprised you didn't see more. No. Well, maybe I did. I just, I can't remember. I, just remember, be, I remember bee stings being a thing. Yeah. Bee I think, uh, yeah, and uh, do you know what? Kids would come off crying, but I, I hadn't seen what had happened because I was just sat, sat, on the, sat, sat on the deck. I sat on the deck chair. Were you? Yeah. What, an 18-year-old? <laughs> yeah, oh. I had a, had a deck chair next that to it. Annoy me you roll now. your trouser legs up and have a hanky on your head? I think I was in shorts, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and one of us had to do a popcorn machine occasionally, but... That was, that was what 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 sports centre was this? Can I Google it? Uh, it was in Seven Oaks. What was it called? White Oak. Oh, where's that? It's one name. Sports 
Seven Oaks Sports. I just want to see where you sat on a deck chair. It was in the car park by the swimmings. <laughs> Seven Oaks Leisure Centre? Yes, it, yeah. Red Railings? Don't remember Red Railings. Very I'm nice, too. David. Mm. True. Um, in the car Very nice. Bit. Yeah, just sat there for one summer. It's quite a good job. It was a hot summer. That's good. Did you have the, I suppose the clientele were too young for you. That sounds bad. I, 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 yes, they were, Matt. <laughs> what, to get <laughs> on like, with? To have a laugh with? Well, no, you know, you know, like, the thing I was saying about, like, if you run the Dodgems, then you're like, all the girls are like, oh, he's the guy that runs the Dodgems. Oh, uh, yeah. But if you're yeah, doing that, <laughs> No, there was mums. It was occasional. Oh, the mum. Yeah. The occasional, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, babysitter. I had to um, recently, well, last summer, I had to go up. My daughter, so she's six now, so she was five. We go up, it's an, it's about to castle, but a huge slide. You know those ones, yeah, right? Yeah. And you, they go up the middle, and then there's two ways down. She yeah. did got six goes, and she was, she'd done five really fine. She was happy. She got up there. I think on the fifth one, she got a slight like friction burn on her yeah. elbow. Yeah. But she was freaking out doing this, and I and and then I saw her, and then she started to have that thing where she just froze up there, and she was going like that, and it was like, oh, for fuck's sake! And I said to the bloke, "Oh, can I go up and get her?" And he went, "You're not allowed up there, mate. It's children only." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, well, she's not coming down." Because, well, I have to get her. if you're going up there, I have to get everyone else off the ride. And I had this like, thing. and she started. She was really screaming. Oh. Like, like that and I was like for fuck's sake so I had to go up there and there was a bit of a crowd forming because she was having such a tantrum and there was like people waiting to go on to it right and there was a backlog then so I had to take my shoes off and go up there and I felt when I was doing it I was thinking what is she fucking going on about oh for fuck's sake and then honestly two steps up it I started to feel like oh I don't like this because it was all it didn't feel inflated enough right yeah and, it, and it's got, and you're sort of going up this wobbly, bouncy thing, and it got to the top, and I had to. You've both got kids, haven't you? Like, I had to like. She was like screaming and fighting, but I was like, "Well, I can't get down the ladder way. I've got, we've got to slide down." Well, you went down the slide. <laughs> you slide down. To, no way to not do it. So, but I had to. She's so nice that you got to slide, right? A little bit. Well, I, I don't know. Well, I held on to her. And I sort of like made sure her arms and legs were, you know, like wrapped in. And then I sort of. Well, people were looking at you. <laughs> yeah, people were looking at me. Good feeling. It, it, was, like, it was a bad thing. And, and <laughs> we went down it way off. too fast. I came off it. You know, like there was, a, there was a lurch in your stomach sort of feeling. I'm like, Whoa, too fast. Like shot off the end, went off the little yoga mat. <laughs> no dignity. She was screaming. It's just not a good look, but <laughs> where was this? It was just it was in Herne Bay. It was just uh, right. on, on the seafront, and it's just like you know, like a pound, two pound for six goes or whatever sort of thing. But like, my point was, you know, like if you go to a, it's all about structure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Callback time. If you go to a theme park, it, everything feels like it's been built and checked and there's health and safety procedures and there's like tests oh, yeah, and stuff not, and then yeah. as soon as you go off in the sort of you know dodgems and, that. and that stuff you just think who's fucking checking yeah. this no one him when he's 18 <laughs> 18 on the this guy, this oh, guy. Yet. 
<laughs> yeah, I. It's frightening once you've been someone who's been involved. Once you see in this, the curtains, yeah, you go. The, holy mackerel! The bouncy castle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not the most diligent. <laughs> what was the job interview like? Was it just like? Uh, it was very much uh, mates already in there. Do you want to come and work on a bouncy castle? Where? Uh, it's in Seven Oaks. Uh, Mum, can you drive me in? Yeah, all right. That was the interview. Never Did actually you, had an interview. I always think, like, you know when you see, like, teenagers hanging out in parks and they, they hang out on the slides and the swings and that sort of area because they've still, still got one foot in childhood. And, like, because if you were, like, 25 and you were drinking in the park, which we've all done, you wouldn't go and sit on the swings and the slides. <laughs> Oh, I know exactly what you mean. You're sort of, yeah. yeah, you're, you're too old, yeah, but you sort of, you still sort of like it. Still did, really. Yeah, yeah. Did, when you when you were there, did you have a sort of hankering to? Yeah, do you know what I did? I did, but I was at that age where you sort of, you know, when you get to a certain age, you sort of don't care that you still have those feelings of being like you sort of go, oh, being kids fun. Because you've sort of gone through a bit of adults. You sort of go, oh, actually, I've done enough adult stuff that I appreciate. But when you're 18, you sort of want to look like you've moved on. So it was all the hankering was going on. But <laughs> yeah, not. for the castle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah but, like... I, but I never went up. And if I occasionally, I had to go on occasionally, I had to sort of pretend it was a chore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but I'd be like... going, dong, dong, <laughs> dong, dong. <laughs> <laughs> And sort of do a little sort of half bounce, like, oh, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But actually what I wanted to do is go doing, doing, doing. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 you'd have an adult body. So when you were a kid, you were trying to get a really good body. Adult body, <laughs> You were like developer. You should go to Siam Park in, in Tenerife, uh, Matt. You've got children, haven't you? How old are you? You've obviously got children. <laughs> just have a big story about one you of them. <laughs> no, David, I haven't. The uh, slide ended really badly. Um, yeah, no, yeah, 10 and 6. Go to Siam Park. What's good about it, Siam Park? It's got the tall, well, I think it's got the tallest water slide in Europe. Really? And uh, it's really good. <laughs> Not got as much as you hoped there, did you, when you said tallest? Well, when I said when I said it, I was like, well, there's no anecdote. I just want to say to listeners... Most of shitting love water parks. Oh, it's amazing, <laughs> honestly. David, has it got the feeling of safety of a theme park or the mild danger of a fairground? Safety. This is one of the great oh, yeah. theme parks. This is one of the greats, Yeah. Cyan Park, how does that C-Y-A-N? S-I-A-M. I mean, the hotels around the area is, is a shithole, but... <laughs> but one the actual, is worth uh, it I, 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 the Oh, size. I'm going again. As soon as yeah. I get my little body in, <laughs> in trim. <laughs> uh, do you know what? That's what I was thinking then. I was thinking, I was the times I was in water parks, I was, and I'm still not, but when if you've got a good body, you can strut around those things up and oh, down the rides. Especially it's in It's a Tenerife, wonderful... You, like, but if you, there's if, so many good-looking blokes walking around. If you're with worried about your, if your narrow shoulders, you're not enjoying it as much as yeah. everyone but with no really really, broad shoulders. Yeah, no one, I was looking at it. I know, yeah. but at the time you're thinking, God, I wish people... Right, I've got to use you, Matt, now you're here. Yeah. I've got to go to an awards do right. on Sunday. No, it's it's a big thing. And Is I haven't got the... Huh? 
is it about the film? Because I'm yeah, yeah, but everyone everyone says it's really good. Oh, well, do you want an award? Is it the Oscar? I want an award? No, I'm not going to. No, but my point is, I've got no smart clothes. What would you wear, and where would you get the clothes from? Mate, I'm so bad at this because I find I don't wear smart clothes ever, and I like. What would you wear to a do? Uh, I've got a black suit that I got. Oh, fucking hell. Okay. From, That's enough. That's all I need. Yeah, but I can't even... I've had it for a wedding, and it's... God, you know, every, like... The, every like, bloke's the same. I've got it for a wedding. It's never... No-one's got more than one choice, have they? No, and I, and it doesn't even fit me. It, to, I can't... <laughs> I where can't, did you buy it from, though? Trying to think. I went up to town. I was, in, I was on Oxford Street. Top man. I can't remember, but like, I think Debenhams. It was one of the places where you go, Debenhams. like a department You've got store. a big enough choice. There's because there's yeah. ten different makes. Yeah, yeah. If you were going this weekend and you had nothing, genuinely nothing, I'd go to Blue Water. I think from where I am, and I'd go where. I don't know. Uh, They're just going to have your Debenham. No, I know Debenhams doesn't exist for everyone. But Burton's, you're going to have Burton's top. The thing is, you sort of have bloody Burton's, but they just have f- suits that are fine. They're fine. Let's no go with gonna, Ryan you know, or Top Man. Or I think Top Man's too young for men like us with grizzled beards and stuff. But Burton's is all right, isn't it? There's a Burton's in Hove I would go to. I could drive there in five minutes and I'd happily get a suit. In what would you spend on a suit? What slim fitting. Vibe, don't you? No, do you know what? I'd go, like, to, I'd go to Mark's because you've got none of that slim fit shit. You just have straight down the yeah, no, Actually, I did get a suit in Marks and Spencer's one, and somebody said to me, literally said, Who are you wearing? Which is a bizarre thing to fucking say anyway. And I said, Marks, and it was embarrassing, but it was in America. And I don't think they knew that, that. I think they probably thought there was a designer called Mark San Spencer or something. <laughs> and they thought, ah. Oh. He, yeah. they, he really they, does they lovely look. plain trousers, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> it was good, solid underwear. I love Marks and Spencers, actually. Older, I've appreciated that. I'm so comfy um, in this. Maybe I should go to Marks and yeah. Spencers. Yeah, I think that's not a bad shout, actually. Because... And none of that slim fit shit, just straight down. You so might have some slim shit fit. You don't want a baggy. Don't you don't want a baggy suit, do you? No, but you just don't. You just you just have straight down legs, <laughs> and like. <laughs> yeah. You know straight what I mean? <laughs> do you know what I mean? I know, I know the ones you I mean. I think so. I think I know what you mean. Because there's a trend of these slightly tight. And like, well, that's slightly tight. I mean, like, look at footballers when they have to wear suits. They, it's like leggings, isn't it? The trousers. Yeah. yeah. There's no um, need for it. There's absolutely don't no need. Get a boot cut suit. Yeah, boot cut. Don't, that's boot don't cut. get. No, oh, no, because that's tight. Yeah. That's the tapering one. Oh, boot cut. No, boot cuts like where it's a bit flared on the. Yeah, that's... boot cuts. What you're talking about, Joe? Oh, okay. We'll get that then. But don't. <laughs> no, don't. No, no, I'm don't not getting the a fucking boot cut. What the tapering one? Brass suspenders. Like top man slim. This is fucking diabolical. <laughs> Don't give a what shit. I want. I want. Is, this feels like where we're trying to meet again on the map. <laughs> <laughs> I'm most comfortable talking about this than anything else. 
I'm absolutely not getting a boot cut. Because slim fit in Marks and Spencers means like, oh, quite slim. Slim fit in somewhere like Top Man means yeah, it's painted on legs. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Marks and Spencers know their age range and we are in their age range. And and I think you'd go in there and you'd go, they're invisible. Like, they, you wouldn't go, oh my God, these are old dowdy. You just go, yeah, that's normal. I've got some good stuff. You'd go look, in there. You would look okay. normal. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. 200 quid. 200 quid. 170, Hi. I'd say. Black? Black? Dark grey. Let's go black. Oh, yeah, or really dark grey. Dark grey. I don't know about dark grey. What's wrong with dark grey? <sighs> I don't know. I think black's weirder than dark grey. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I'd say black suit. <laughs> black shirt. Black shirt, but no tie. Black Have like an um, black shirt. Black shirt under black suit. Yeah, that makes you quite invisible. <laughs> Does Why it? Do you want to be invisible? Don't you want to be? Aren't you like? No. No. The whole everything's about being invisible, isn't it? Just don't go then. That's the best. Oh, fucking tell me about don't it. Don't go. Don't open that door again. Just go Marks and Spencers, and that feels better. Now I've had both of you go Marks and Spencers. I'll, I'll go in there. With I'm you. sorry, I didn't say Marks and Spencers on the last pod we were talking about this. But I should have thought Marks and Spencers. That would be my go-to anyway. Why, why that's good is because if you go in a young, cool place, you'll fill out place. If you go Marks and Spencers, you're like fucking Teen Wolf. Just yeah. Nah, everyone's like, who's this crazy guy? He's so yeah. Young, sexy. Yeah. But I think you're around. Those are choices. And shoes. Yeah. Just, just suit, shoes. Nice belt. belt. Get it all in there. <laughs> even get, get it all in, in there. there. Yeah. And you'll, okay. you'll walk out with like three bags oh, and you'll be like... That's going to be such an angry Saturday afternoon. Don't do it on a Saturday afternoon. Don't go Saturday afternoon. Why? It's busy, isn't it? Go on a Friday, like two o'clock on a Friday yeah. afternoon. When people are still at work. I can't. I've got to go with Naomi so she can help me. Yeah, that's true. You do. Just go there and send her pictures. What's that? Can't you just do it on your own? But uh, uh, feel too. <laughs> yeah, no. Look at look, but what Matt's saying is Google it first, so you've got an idea to narrow it down with Naomi and say she's said because what would That's happen nice. with me? I'd I'd sort of look yeah. at three or four and Petra go, no, not that. <laughs> That's what I mean. And so you, she'll narrow it down for you, and you'll have, and then. You'll get a little pep too. Like, whatever feels most comfortable when it's on. So one between... Do you know what? I'm looking at some lovely ones mm. now at Mark's Dispensers by by Mark Entwistle. Ah, Mr Entwistle. Mm. The original <laughs> Mark of Mark's Dispensers. Yeah, I still feel like a cock wearing that, but anyway. Well, you won't okay. because you're in the... I was trying to explain to him, you're in an environment where you look more of a cock if you're not wearing a suit. Yeah, yeah. Because everyone's wearing. I like woolen suits. Is that no, bad? No, don't do that. That's weird. Too much. It's a bit thick, isn't it? I remember Mick Reeves wears wool suits. Oh, don't no, it? I, I do like them. I'll wear one then. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> you get a linen one, and it looks all crinkly, but it's cool. But I'll just go. I'll, for a normal... I'll stay away from all of this. I'll just get a nice mid-range. They're really cheap. 170, I reckon, jacket. Yeah, they're well cheap. I know most Marks and Spencers. You're not paying 200. For okay, them. all right. Okay. And you get a nice pair of shoes for about 35, 40 in there. A belt. I've for, got shoes. Belt for 18. Belts will be 18 quid. Whole thing will be under 200. And you'll never yep. have to have this conversation again. But go to a, good, a big. What, have you got a big Marks and Spencers? Not one where you've got half the. You need the whole range there. Mm. 
That's true. You want one where the whole bottom floor is the food hall. <laughs> and then there's... Yeah. yeah, it looks amazing. Yeah, treat yourself to some samosas or something. <laughs> okay. I always do. When I go okay. in there, I go, I'm going to buy myself some little bits. Okay. That's sorted. And maybe just buy yourself, get yourself a jumper or something. Yeah. For just as a treat. For Fucking hell, that's why I did all this. Really stresses me out. How old are you, David? 48. Oh, yeah, right. Do you remember when we nearly worked together? How did I meet you, actually? Uh, you came I, to watch me at the Soho Theatre and I got your soon-to-be wife up on stage? Or wife? Yeah, yeah. She just Without realising she was your... So yeah, apologies there. That was all right. She didn't know what the fuck was going on. She was literally... No, I was panicking. <laughs> no one was comfortable. <laughs> no one was comfortable in that room. I, know, I was like, no. she'd just come from LA and I'd said... But how did I know who you were? I must have done some YouTube video. You know that, like, Brian's Keys? Right. But that, I'd seen that. He was, was sat like, front row, centre of the front row. Yeah. Just like that. Afterwards, you were like, oh, you just didn't laugh or you didn't react or anything. I thought it was did like, I? Yeah, you were like, oh, I've got a bit... You, well, I was a bit like, oh, God, he's just taken my... Uh, I think she was my wife, I can't remember, but, like... And she was up there, and she didn't really know what's going on at points because probably couldn't understand your accent or something. But like, sorry, no, well, don't be sorry. It's American, then. Yeah, don't know why I'm fascinated. But yeah. so, well, okay. Well, I imagine like there's that because you're doing you know it's like anti comedy sort of stuff, wasn't it? But that does exist in America, like Andy Kaufman type. Yeah, I'm surprised it, you didn't. Gulp it down. <laughs> <laughs> she had a good time. Yeah, but, did she? Afterwards, <laughs> yeah, from And then we, I did this thing, which was should have been good, but it became not good. And then you were the pilot. Was, yeah, what was it called? That from was my ME period. Yeah, I remember you dropped out because your legs stopped working. I thought it was a lie. Wow, let's talk about that. Yeah, I had to pull out of everything. Yeah. That's when I was telling you, Joe, that Shane Allen said, do you want to do a prank at the Comedy Awards? Oh, fucking hell, yeah. Because I was sort of new. I was like, all right then. And I'm really glad I didn't, yeah. (laughs) But I didn't because my legs stopped working. What happened, though? Because I thought that was like a comedy excuse at the time. I thought... I had a breakdown. Yeah, I've had a breakdown. My legs were all right, but like... No, I had no, I couldn't walk from, I could. I didn't get out of bed for like two months and I couldn't, I just couldn't walk from bedroom to the next room. Was it like, it's, it was the problem in your legs or was it like balance thing? No, or? it was a psychological thing, just zero energy. So it's like completely empty and I also had, like my extremities were just, Loads of tingling, and I couldn't handle noise, and oh that, my god! What was it? What, you said ME, but wasn't that like MS or something? Well, that's what I think. It's just this cycle where you start thinking, "Fucking hell, what is this?" And then it gets worse and worse. But it took five months. Yeah, but that was another thing. I thought I got the, all this work booked in, and then you have to let people down, and you go, "Well, can't do it. Can't get out of bed." You dodged yeah. the bullet, really. But, um, yeah, but it was it was a pilot, wasn't it? It was a pilot, and then what was it? Vic Reeves. 
Reese Darby ended up doing that part. Oh, it just yeah. got bigger and bigger and broader and broader. And like, so it was Asher Teller's company, Shane Allen. And it was, I'd meant it to be like single camera, you know, like sort of. Thank you. It became a studio sitcom. Studio sitcom because IT crowd was ending and they were like, oh, this is... And Ash had done IT crowd. Shane, you know, he's always... He's a big fan of studio sitcoms. So I just sort of trusted everyone. And then, like, Vic Reeves, you know, Vic Reeves being involved, Reese Darby, I just sort of thought, fuck it, I don't know. I'm out of my depth here anyway, so I'll just see what happens. And it just got bigger and bigger and broader and broader. And it, so that, and it had Jack from Cemetery Junction, didn't it? Yeah. It Jack, yeah, yeah. Jack. So how was it when you recorded that? Did you have an audience? Yeah, yeah. Fuck. I actually, I don't know if it's true, but I suspected that it was the reason that uh, Jim wanted to do studio sitcom and ended up doing... After, oh, because he, I don't think he'd ever done it, and I, he really liked it, because it was like, you know... What, you it, think they did House of Fools off the back of that? I think he maybe he put the idea into his head, yeah. maybe, I don't know, but like he'd never done it, and he kept saying, oh, I like this, this is quite good fun, because what he liked about it was, it's not a shoot, you, you write it, you rehearse it, you shoot it. It's all done in one night, basically, isn't it? Yeah, and you do. Uh, I think they can do a few in a in a week, don't they? So, like, you get the series in the can quick, and you're not on location. Read, you know, you don't fucking do it's multiple all in one takes, place, basically, isn't it? Apart yeah. So, I think as a format, it might have, you know, maybe not. Maybe I'm sure he's. How did it go down on the night? It was all right on the night, but then when I watched it on telly, I was just like, oh god. Or when Fuck, I so what happens? Well, what happens is, I think the art of making a studio sitcom, you know, like, you think about Only Fools and Horses, you don't really think there's an audience there, it's in a studio, do you? you sort of think, I don't know, just it all blends together as one thing and you feel like it's a sitcom and you're just watching a show and, I don't know, it just is effortlessly... Like Partridge, in a, isn't it? You sort of go, yeah, oh, right. yeah, that first series of Partridge in the Hotel, yeah. when that came out, he, and they had a wall up, I think. They so did, didn't they? they had yeah. a fourth, yeah. I think sometimes it doesn't work if you feel like you're... Like, in the audience of the thing, you're really enjoying it, but sometimes I tell you, you feel like you're watching someone else's experience, yeah. so you're like... Oh, because because but, they're sort of, it's almost sometimes it feels like it's played for the audience there and not yeah. the people at home, so you're getting... You're sort of like watching someone else's experience... And yeah, it's like watching stand up Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but like, but that's really weird, isn't it? Because say you watch like Big Bang Theory, it's just you're on. It almost feels like the laughter's just. There's no such thing as canned laughter. People say that, but it's like what they do a little bit. It's like it up yeah, yeah, put a bit of laughter from here. And I and I was saying, and I'm you know like, don't do that because I feel like. You, we all have a sense of what's a natural laugh and stuff. Yeah, and sometimes, yeah. like, there's bits in Dad's Army, right, which I love. And then there's a bit where, like, the actor sort of stumbles a line, they've left it in. And there's bits where they didn't get a laugh, where you go, well, that's a good joke. That didn't get a laugh. And it's so, only because it was sort of off the back of that laugh. And people are just. Horses is exactly like that. There's, yeah, there's, there's, bit, there's yeah. whole bits where, because I was talking to Michael Fenton Stevens about it, and, uh, like, they got really good at sort of the timings and stuff like especially david jason would say like before they'd done it going 
expect to laugh there so they're sort of feel like with a bit of action so you're not you know so you're not standing that's the genius of that show they weren't just standing there waiting for the last one there'd be a bit of business but he'd know so things like that wouldn't happen where you'd sort of lose the one after it and stuff like that the writing and the performance will get better but there's in the early stuff there's loads of stuff where you go I don't get anything and they haven't pumped it up or, or it just gets that uh, but when you're sort of watching it as a normal punter you don't you, you're not sort of gauging the laughter it's only because no it doesn't stand at you and I think it's a lost art really because like from that little you know dipping my toe in the water that time we go what like it doesn't feel like it's for, you've got the feeling of this isn't for me this is for whoever was there at the time so you've got this like hand feeling and then when you start moving laughs around and boosting laughs and trying to then you there's this it's almost like you know like ballet, you know it's Something's not quite right, like a doll going like this. It's like the, it pushes you out of the reality yeah. of it, and you're just like, I don't know what this is. And so, um, but I mean, you know, there was a million reasons why it went wrong. But I do think the art of studio sitcom, because like even IT Crowd, I suppose, was the last British studio thing that was. Black Books was really good. Black Books. But like, Mar- Miranda's did well, didn't it? Well, not, Miranda, not going out, still doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Miranda, though, interestingly, did the. They were making a point of we're in a studio, so she'd talk to the camera and, you know, all that sort of stuff. But what blows my mind is like Blackadder, where you go, because it is a theatrical thing more than a cinematic. Like when you make a sitcom on single camera, you go and shoot it. That's related to cinema, right? And studio sitcoms related to theatre. But when you watch the, you know, Blackadder and you just think, fucking hell, that people were there when this happened, these great yeah. moments. And- it's like filmed in three hours or whatever. Yeah, and you just it's think... It's fucking like, nuts. Stephen That's Fry. what I think of 40 Towers. Like, all that episode was filmed in, like, two and a half hours, and it's... Yeah. It's incredible. When you hear the thing about... Do you, do you hear the thing about Friends, where the records would... You know, the American Friends would go on for, like, eight and nine hours sometimes, and they would be... Because they would... Um, they'd do a scene or something, and they'd have to go and... Like, didn't have, the end didn't work, or a bit didn't work, and then the writers would go into a room spend like half an hour while the audience just sat there waiting and then they'd redo the scene so they'd they'd write something the actors would relearn it which obviously takes some time as well and then they'd reshoot it so they'd be still still filming at four in the morning or so that's fucking torture god well i guess they'd move the audience they'd probably have people queuing up they just they'd go well you've had your two hours or like yeah i get you well you have to the energy you don't want people to sat there for seven hours i think and same with cheers as well when you watch cheers i watched the cheers yesterday weirdly oh it's so much like unless you unless they is filmed in front of a live studio audience they said at the top you have no idea you have no yeah. idea it's fucking. Um, no. It's weird that that's been sort of lost as a. I think because I think because you have so many fail. Like if you fail on a single camera, it's just a bit like oh, it's a shame. But if you fail on a studio, you get like one star, don't you? It's like that is utter shit, and you go well because it's just a bigger. You either get bigger success or bigger bigger failures. So people are scared of it. I do think that um, comedy, you know, like drama. Someone will go, oh yeah, watch it on the episode, It gets going like episode three, and you know all that sort of stuff. And you go, well, that's well, so I've got two hours done, and then on the third hour it starts to make sense and be good, right? And that's what people will tolerate in drama. In comedy, no one's ever gone, 
Yeah, watch the first two or three, and then the episode four, it really starts to get funny. It's like yeah, and it has to as well, doesn't it? Yeah, so and you have like, to watch those. Yeah, well, even like Only Fools and Horses, the first or Blackadder, the first series of that. Yeah, was fucking. Well, Only Fools and Horses nearly got cancelled, didn't it? Out of the first series. Yeah, and oh, yeah. but but when you watch the difference between Blackadder and Only Fools and Horses, when you watch Only Fools and Horses back, it's still really good. Yeah, like, even though it didn't have the ratings, you can sort of watch it back. It could be series four, yeah. whereas yeah. Blackadder the first one, you go, "What the fuck is that?" So Compared when you did the... yours, Matt, at what point were you not happy with it when you went in the edit? I think I was not happy. Like this is like there's been a recurring theme through uh, my writing career of like that thing of the watching the toddler walk into the thrashing machine where you sort of go and I think it's everything has to I can see like why people like Ricky Gervais just control everything because you go like you can't control this thing from your perception your conception into it being you know a thing and so you've just got to hope that the director elevates it and the actors elevate it and the you know and all that stuff and I think early on I don't think I had I don't know if it's like personality type, you know, like uh, some people go, you've got to be a bit of a cunt, right? I don't know if you're allowed to swear on this, but... Well, you've said it now. I've well, said it just, now. Well, but that's just hanging there now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, <sorry>. But <laughs> like, you have to be, you know, and I wasn't... I hardly ever said that word 10 years ago, and now everyone's saying it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like, you know, it swings around about, isn't it? Because pillock has just disappeared, hasn't it? Well, yeah. my dad says it. Doesn't <laughs> it? Yeah. People used yeah. to say, you plank. Plank? What about plank? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plank. Yeah. Um, but, I can't remember what I was saying. Oh, yeah, you've got to, like, so anyway. I was saying I'm, cunt, wasn't I was saying, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I mean, I am drunk and I'm in a black room. <laughs> yeah. But, like, Sorry, yeah, you just have to, you, I wasn't forceful enough and I sort of just went, Hey, yeah, these people know more than me, and I'll just show the line. I feel like and most people do that, and then you go, "Shit, I've well, hang on, I did that, yeah. that went." You know, like when you have a gut instinct, you think, "No, nah, that's not right. I don't yeah. think that's right." But hang on, everyone knows more than me, yeah. so, and then oh he goes God, on yeah. telling, and, "Oh, fucking hell!" Twitter's the worst thing because, like, in the in the olden days, if your TV show went out, then you maybe it would be on, I don't know, points of view, or you'd, there'd be a letter in the Radio Times or someone in the pub would go, that was a load of shit. But now, Twitter, it's just like a million scalpel blades, isn't it? I remember when Rovers went out, Joe, the first night. It was just... Well, I remember being oh. dead as much as anything. You know, like you put... You like Twitter, you know when you put something out and you go... Oh, right, it's not uh, even getting, like, loads of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's just like... Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's better than, like, everyone suddenly kicking it oh, that, to death. That, that happened, but... Mm. Yeah. I think, though, even, like, really successful things and, you know, people at top of their game, I mean, look at that Woody Allen quote, I think it, that is what happens. And yeah. Because, you know, like, I always think, like, hang on, if you've, like, someone's made this thing and it's amazing, so they're obviously amazing and everything's great, and then they have a dud or something they can never quite recreate or they do something, you know, and you go, it, there is a certain amount of luck and oh, alignment of people. I, I think it's all about people. It's like, 
oh, the director and then the thing and then, you know, like in the script and then that actor didn't quite do that and then they changed that, changed the dynamic and then that didn't make sense. And, and it, it is such a roulette wheel of... I remember hearing Bruce Robinson the night before, because he direct. I think he directed With No and I. He wrote it, didn't he? I think he directed it. It was his first directing job. And he was crapping his pants and he was in the pub the night before having a drink and someone came up to him like the producer or whatever and said how are you feeling he told him and he said honestly i stop feeling like that because it's all down to luck so what there's nothing you can do really to control it it's all just alchemy and it's a good chance that we shit yeah yeah that's a but brilliant thing way to look at it because you go i can only do my best and there's going to be so many things out of my control they go mm, no I'm but what he did do on that film was um, he was given, like, he didn't, he didn't second guess himself. He's, you know, like, it's interesting because he was like, if the crew were laughing, he didn't like it because he thought, you know, like, yeah, he had a few sort of rules of like, don't, don't reach for the laughs because that film really isn't, I mean, it's, it's performances. It's almost like, I love with Nell and I, and I do think it's related almost to like Steptoe and Son, the stuff in the flat. And, and you think how big Richard E. Grant is playing that, but it's still sort of, but it's not theatrically big. I don't no, know. It's, it's weird. I still believe. Yeah. It's so perfect. And then cause it, cause it looks so sort of real and grimy and sad and stuff. It just beds it in really well. Like every, there's no, there's no comfort in with Nell and I. It's like the gross flat, the dirty. Yeah, I feel the same about Rita Sue and Bob too, and that kind of. That, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like it's the everything's believable and grubbing. Some of the characters are big, but you just go, yeah, that's real. Yeah. I've been to the Withnall Cottage. Have you? Yeah. Where is it in Wales? No. <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> Pen, Pen, it's in the Lake District. I've been there. I've actually been there. Have you ever been in it? No, I've been outside it. I've been up to the front door. But someone bought it, didn't they? But apparently yeah. it was, was derelict. Yeah. Well, you could go yeah, in. Yeah, they were doing it up when I went there. Yeah, I thought oh, the, the, the little like bits. Interior. What's that? I thought the interiors and exteriors were done in different places or something. Oh, no, actually, I can't remember. The cottage was... The interiors were done. Yeah. There. The pub. Oh, the I, went to, I went to the gate where the bull gets randy. Oh, really? I went to the telephone box where he rings up his agent. I've been there. done it all. Did you do any... Did you go in the phone box and say, how dare you? Fuck yeah, it! Yeah, I did all that. No, I didn't do that. But. Why didn't you do it? Uh, I don't know. Are you thinking about that? Were you thinking about the drive home? Was this what I... Well, I was with my son. I'll bet he ate it, Dan. Yeah, he was like 11. He couldn't give a shit. Film that my dad likes, and now we're just being dragged around a phone <laughs> at a gate. This is the gate, son. Yeah, because it could mean, like, it could be anything, couldn't it? It could be this. Oh, he might look back and go, thank you for that experience, Dad. When he watches a 70-year-old film when he's older. <laughs> I'd like to do the Holy Grail. Nah, oh. crap. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that? Where's that castle? There's two fight, castles in Scotland. Oh, is it? Uh, um, you know the one at the end? Because one of them is a model. As they... It's only a model. I can't remember much about the Holy Grail. Oh, you know you're talking to the oh, film right. location, dude. Oh, you? Me. Is that what you are? Oh, I mean, you're basically <laughs> I'd love it. 
I've, taken, I've been to the first church in Fort Wayne's in a funeral. Oh, you sad fucker. <laughs> I've been to the cul-de-sac in Everett in Circles. Um, I think that's it, actually. Well, I told, <laughs> if I told you about the film locations guy I used to work with, no. just, I used to have this office job, and uh, this guy was a film... He, he basically was working in our office, and he'd got... He's got a job as a film locations organiser, and uh, he would he would basically was working in his office, but just did this. He did a film locations job while he should have been doing this other job, and the office <laughs> to the point where they cut his phone off because he was making like four to five hours worth of phone calls a day. <laughs> that obviously weren't. And so he just said one day, "I'll oh, have cut my phone off. Can I use yours?" Because they've cut me off, and he, he basically. Hang on, he was. He was running like a tour company. He was running. He was working for a production, so he basically. I don't. I think it was his like first job, but he hadn't sort of committed to it and left his old job. So he was doing it from the desk where he should have been doing whatever his job was there. Right, like that. Who do that? And then he he, was, he did so much they cut. I don't know why they didn't just fire him. I would. <laughs> I would do that. I was in awe. I, I was on the in awe. walking tour last night on YouTube. Okay, that's a lot to. You went on <laughs> the craze walking tour out in East London on yeah the... on YouTube on live. <laughs> no, I found an old one. You just walked. Someone filmed them okay. doing themselves. I say I went. You just, you just like I watched on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. the I went that's on. like saying I went on Only Fools and Horses. <laughs> I didn't go on Only Fools and Horses. I was at the full floor in their flat and watched this whole thing play out. I was fucking it. I get so excited about shit like that. I was trying to find Why the Why the craze, though? Why did you want to see where the craze were? Because I'm all about Charlie Breaker at the moment. Oh, okay. We, we, met, a, we met a gangster. No, you don't say a villain. Who worked for the Richardsons. So I was looking at, I was, I was, you know, the Craze house had been knocked down, so that's... Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm going to go to this clip at the moment. What? I, I, I haven't even sold me the clip yet. The Blind Beggar? The pub where they were... So Jack, you ever been the there? thingy you ever was... been in there? Not on YouTube, I haven't. I have. I've been there. in there and there's a bullet hole. Where's the one with the bullet hole in the wall? Yeah, there? Blind Beggar. Yeah, George seen. Cornell. The corner of the bar. Not on bloody YouTube. Have you been, actually been in there? Yeah. Fuck. There's Billfield's Market. Blind Beggar. It doesn't There's the two pubs, isn't there? <laughs> Do you, you, know the, you know the last woman to be hanged? She shot someone outside a pub in Hampstead and they've still got yeah. the bullet hole thing. Really? Can't remember the name. What was that name? Oh, I can't remember. Right. We had to learn about that at primary school. I think we, I remember being taught about it, but they, um, oh, it's just fascinating. I just they tell, about the grades. They told me that, um, no, they told me that they, every 10 years or so, they read you the whole. No. Yeah. Because, Why? Because it just, because it just, like, I don't know, they, it's not like an issue. I don't know why. I just said, I think they drilled that one because I don't know which one. Because it all sort of rots and everything. So they just go, oh, we'll make the hole, right. we'll make the hole there now. The bigger, oh, the really big hole. Yeah. So it's just where the brick crumbles around it. It doesn't look like a hole yeah. anymore. I like that, though, a healing, healing wall. Yeah. I looked at um, places where Kenneth Williams had lived. Oh, yeah. Went round YouTube and 
cool. You know? (laughs) (laughs) We like to end our podcast with a very dreary couple of stories. Have you read Kenneth Williams' diaries? No, but I was thinking about them when I was looking at the video. You got what? You got read the diaries. If you if you nah, watch, I've got YouTube time. Places now, nah, you'd like it. <laughs> I'm on YouTube. It was, it was like you know. You remember the little Charles Hawtrey, that guy? Yeah. He's, there's a video of him being interviewed. He was a tragic. He drank guy, a lot, yeah. didn't he? I think. Did I think? Yeah. Yeah. That's why he stopped being in the I films. Think. I looked for the Carry On Camping Camping filming locations to see where that field was. I think it's just round. I think. What do you think? That, what is the I just like knowing that something I caught something special happened on this spot. I was hoping that would happen with rovers that people yeah, would I pil- was, pilgrimage I was, I was to the football ground. Gonna, yeah. yeah. Someone's done it. But um that's like psychogeography or whatever that will self sort of thing. It talks like imprints of meaning on places and stuff. <sighs> I don't know, maybe that I'm just trying to work out what you find. I, it's, it's something about entering a fantasy world, Matt, but, it, but, but on a really mundane well, level because none of the exciting to, uh, stuff there anymore. Yeah, but I can yeah. understand when people go to like, wow, really Disney, like Star Wars stuff. Like, I'd like to go to Endor, not interested. What Star Wars, you're not interested in that? No, I am interested in that, I'm interested in everything like that. <laughs> Everything. I said to Joe, like even Afterlife, I go looking at film locations where Joe. <laughs> well, I stood. The person you talk to every single day. Wow. That so Joe that. stood there. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> Would you have the same feeling with my office if you went, "Wow, Joe sits there and does Believe. this"? Yeah. They preserve a little bit. I go, oh, right, that's where he sits. Well, I had that a little bit with your. Exactly, so you get it. If I went to Matt's, I go, okay, he looks in this direction. (laughs) It's quite weird when I saw the stuff that I don't see through the camera. Like, David's got pictures there. A couple right. of pitch paintings of his kids there, and yeah, and I'd look. I'd love to look at the wall behind your. Show us now, Joe. Do it now. There you go. So there you go. There's a I'll travel there's to see a that. map of canals of Britain. Oh, Matt's sort of having a look. Yeah, if he's not interested. Fascinating. There's, there's, there's my, my World Cup. My World Cup shot. The World Cup doesn't feel like the World Cup's on, does it? No. You... I'm sort of getting into it a bit more now. Yeah. I feel a bit like I keep. I just go. Oh yeah, the World Cup's on. Normally, I'm, I'm not a football fan, but I like the Euros and the World Cup because it's contained. But normally, I'd be right into it, watching all the matches, well, and I just yeah. Oh. I've realised though because we haven't had the build up because football ends, season ends, and then you go oh, and there's lots of build up for two, three weeks, and then you go we're in, we're in, and now it's just like everyone was playing on the Saturday, and the first game was on the Sunday. Yeah. Like, what? Do you think that? It's the weather, like the time of year as well. Like, because I feel like the summer, it's yeah, it's joyous, like, more joyous, no, yeah. more like winter World Cup. Just seems weird. I was me. weirdly sort of thought oh, it might be cool because it's sort of like a run into Christmas. I thought, my, yeah. but I, have, yeah. I felt a bit flat about it. Like, especially the first game. I'm now I'm sort of in, but the first sort of games, I was like, what? <laughs> just felt like a load of friendlies. I was watching loads of sort of. Yeah, I'm in now. Oh, I'm in I'm now, in. but the first few games, I was like, I need to finish off my oh, to fill my chart in, actually. <sighs> what are we talking about again? <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you, Matt, yeah, for coming thank, on. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, guys. It's nice to meet Joe. Yeah, and you. Have you had a nice time? 
Yeah, fucking bumped into one another. Yeah, yeah. Finally, <laughs> could you come back on when your office is finished? Yeah, I will actually. I'll, give you a, I'll move the laptop around and show Do you a everything. little tour of your office. Yeah, Brilliant. oh, we could come. We could come. Oh, we around. could come over. <laughs> oh, sorry, you break that up. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Matt. Lovely to meet you, right, Matt. Thank you, mate. Thanks. Thanks. Take Thanks. care. Bye. See you. Bye. Bye. Bye.